Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The Japanese yen is rebounding, Europe's new tech regulations could cause trouble for Twitter, and we get the latest from Ukraine after Russia launched its biggest airstrike since the invasion began. I'm Sonia Hudson, in for Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Japan's currency is making a comeback on hopes that the U.S. Federal Reserve will slow the pace of its interest rate rises. In the past three weeks, the yen has risen from a 32-year low. Its sharp decline this year caused alarm when Japan's economy actually contracted because of rising bills for imported food and commodities. The government announced a spending package to ease the impact on households, and it also intervened in currency markets to support the yen. But foreign exchange analysts and economists say the yen's fate is dictated by the Fed and the dollar. Europe's landmark tech regulation law goes into effect today. The Digital Services Act gives Brussels new power to regulate big tech companies. And this could mean trouble for Twitter. The social media site just rolled out an identity verification system. It's part of an overhaul by its new owner, Elon Musk. But the verification system has been struggling with impersonators. Our EU correspondent Javier Espinoza says that could make Twitter a target for the newly empowered European regulators. This is potentially uh, violating posting illegal content or harmful content online. Of course, there will be ways in which, you know, you flag something uh, to the platform and then they can verify whether or not this is uh, legal or not. But the, the idea, just to go back to the basics of what what is changing today, is that Brussels is acquiring new powers to go to Twitter and ask them, how do you work? How transparent are you in the way that you let users online? So Javier, what do you think Brussels might do if Elon Musk doesn't change course with Twitter? If Elon Musk continues on this path, it's really heading towards a collision course with Brussels. What does this mean? So from today, Brussels has the power to ask Twitter to change its behavior. And if it doesn't, it can impose periodical fines, meaning every week it could find a platform millions of dollars, up to 6% of its global turnover. And if Elon Musk continues and persists and the platform doesn't change its way, Brussels even has the power to ban the platform from Europe altogether. Javier Espinoza is the FT's EU correspondent. Ukraine's president offered the outline of a peace settlement yesterday, and Russia responded with a storm of missile strikes. Moscow's attack was the biggest one since it launched its invasion in Ukraine nearly eight months ago. Targets included power plants, electricity lines, and other infrastructure. The FT's Felicia Schwartz is in Kyiv and joins me now to talk more about what's going on. Hi, Felicia. Hi, how are you? 
So, Felicia, these strikes are also taking place after Ukrainian forces made some big progress in the war. They took back the city of Kherson. It's the only provincial capital that Russian forces have been able to capture. How important is this? It's definitely a a strategic and symbolic blow. Ukraine retaking Kherson means they can target Russian supply lines on the way to Crimea. They are denying Russia, what was a kind of strategic vantage point on the Dnipro. But that being said, there is very, very difficult fighting elsewhere in the east and near Donetsk, which President Zelensky described as like hell. So while this is quite a significant moment, this is by no means the end of the war. So Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky says at least 85 missiles were fired at Ukraine. Some of them hit Kyiv, where you are. What was it like on the ground during the strikes? I was on the way to meet a contact when the air raid sirens went off and sort of had to make a judgment about whether to keep going or not. And I did go ahead and, and meet the person, but I changed the location of the of the meeting to a, a cafe in a basement setting so that we might be a little bit more protected. And both the unprotected cafe and the more protected cafe uh, were both operating. There were a lot of people inside of both. Life was sort of going on, but definitely a, a muted tone. People seemed on edge. We could hear a neighboring table watching videos of on Telegram of the of the first reports of the strikes coming in. So today and generally, businesses have been quite resilient and are finding ways to carry on. Yeah. And and you've been reporting on how Ukrainian businesses are coping, especially with these attacks on power supplies. What else have you seen Ukrainian businesses doing to survive? So restaurants or, or shops will just keep operating with the lights off. They'll light candles. One cafe I visited for the story, they snaked along extension cord out, out their front door to a neighbor's a neighboring building, which still did have power so they could, you know, run their coffee machine, their factories that are getting prioritized for power in the evening instead of during the day. So they've changed their production lines to run at night. So people are being creative, but we also know that these outages are significantly impacting Ukrainian businesses and, you know, threatening further cuts to the projected GDP, which is already quite impacted by the war. Does Ukraine have a way of defending itself against an attack on this scale? Air defense has been a pretty critical part of the Western effort to provide lethal assistance, but there's probably not going to be enough air defense to go around to protect everything. So the Ukrainians have to make some hard choices. And I think it's a real push from the U.S. and its other allies to try to move as much as they can into Ukraine in the coming weeks and months. Felicia Schwartz is the FT's U.S. foreign affairs and defense correspondent. Thanks, Felicia. Thanks for having me. Before we go, we have a word for our crossword fans. The FT has a new digital crossword app. 
It lets you solve clues online each day on your phone or your tablet. On Saturdays, you can tackle a plethora of crosswords, cryptic, general knowledge, and a weekend one. And if that's not enough, you'll also find an archive of 30 days of puzzles to keep you busy. You can read more on all these stories at ft.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.